You know, I told you a couple of weeks ago about this story out of Goodyear, Minnesota. A little town, 1,300 people, and they don't have a police department anymore. The chief just resigned. And and they said that they were getting, they, were, they weren't being paid enough. You could you could go to a nearby McDonald's and get paid more for for a a line of work that puts people in danger, that is incredibly. Um, you, you don't know what your day holds for you, and that's a, that's a scary situation to be in. Now it's also very rewarding. Police officers that I've talked to love the job because it is a rewarding job. It is a it is a helpful job and it can be a thankless job and sometimes it, it you don't make enough money and whether you live in a small town or a big area police officers around the country are facing issues they're facing challenges they're facing you know a lack of funding and all of those for all of those reasons it becomes more difficult to recruit and more difficult to retain police in a lot of places across the country. How big of an issue is it really? Mark Diaz is the lead recruiter with the Wayne County Sheriff's Office, and he joins us. Mark, it's great to have you. I can't imagine that you face a lot of the same issues that maybe some of these really small little rural communities face, Um, but you've got small communities in Macomb County too. I, I have to imagine in a nutshell you probably see some of this. Without a doubt. Uh, so actually, I'm here in Wayne County, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it's the issue with recruiting isn't unique to just Wayne County or Macomb or anywhere in the state of Michigan, for that matter. My friends throughout the nation in the law enforcement community, um, they report back to me essentially the same situation that we're facing here in Wayne County with respect to uh, recruiting. Now, keeping things in perspective, I will say, as you and I are having this conversation, so far this year, we've had well over 500 people who have applied, mm. but the different, who, who've applied for a position with the Wayne County Sheriff's Office. But to become a police officer has certain requirements and standards that are set in place that they just don't allow for a candidate to come in with their resume and have a quick interview and hey, you start next Monday. Now, we have to conduct a, um, a thorough background investigation, and that can sometimes take more than a month. Sometimes it can take two months. It just depends on you know, the, the nature of an individual's background. So to that effect, it's not, where, it's not a situation where a person who is considering a career in law enforcement can expect to start next week, you know, the week after they apply. So that in and of itself can be um, a detractor from uh, an individual looking for a career in law enforcement, and you hit the nail on the head, you know, with respect to your friends you've spoken with in the law enforcement community, it is an incredibly rewarding career. I'm, I've been doing it for 30 years, and I can mm-hmm. tell you, I, I can't imagine doing anything else. It ever, no two days are ever the same. Uh, it's uh, in, in the reward of you know, being able to help people in, you know, in their time of need and their, their time of crisis it's just it's it's just such a great career so it's unfortunate that we you know that we do have a long um and, and it, the background investigation phase of you know to hire into any law enforcement agency it's unfortunate that it is as long as it is 
But on that same note, as a citizen also of the community, I am glad to know that we are that law enforcement agencies conduct extensive background investigations to make sure we're going to put the, the, the trust of being a law enforcement officer in the hands of those who can be trusted. Mark Diaz, the lead recruiter with the Wayne County Sheriff's Office. I apologize. I'm sorry, Mark, for my misstep. Um, talk to me about the difficulties, whether it's around funding or whether it's around the issues of of some of the, the, the more heinous acts that we've we've seen police partake in across the country. Is it is it hard from a recruitment perspective to sell the profession today more than it was a dozen years ago, 10 years ago? Because it, it feels like, you know, this is this is one of the jobs that we need. Like we need doctors, we need teachers, we need police officers and firefighters. These are necessities that we need to keep a a, a safe and just society, community. How difficult is it now to sell this as a profession than it was a decade ago? Well, I can't really speak specifically with respect to, you know, a decade ago in the recruiting world, only to say that I can tell you that a decade ago, there was a long list of people who were waiting for an opportunity to start a police academy. I mean, you know, other, you know, agencies had 200 people just waiting to start who were already through the whole uh, the hiring phase. They're just waiting to start where that has changed. And one of the variables that I personally uh, attribute to that um, that change has been the the world of law enforcement and in, in hiring um, in mass, if you will. It's rather cyclical. It's almost on a 30 year cycle hmm. where after 30 years, a lot of our officers and this isn't just unique. Obviously, again, that not here, not just here in, in Wayne County but throughout the entire nation. It, it's it, roughly about every 30 years. We have a lot of officers who are they're eligible and it's their time to retire sure. and they choose to do so, which exacerbates the, the issue of of, of staffing. So you, you, you'll see a lot of law enforcement agencies are, in fact, um, hiring en masse. So, you know, I can, I can attribute it to that in part. And you mentioned earlier, you know, the, you know, the acts of corruption that we, that we hear about in not just the media. You know, we, we hear about it just speaking with, with friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, these are matters that I can tell you as a law enforcement officer, there is one thing a good cop cannot stand. That's a bad cop. And, you know, looking at the, um, you know, the, the results of studies that are you know, confirmed on who are these, you know, how many, how many of these cops are bad? And, you know, when I, I reflect back on a, um, a study that was conducted by the uh, Cato Institute um, regarding national police uh, misconduct, and that study was out of the uh, California Innocence Project, and that study revealed that 1%, 1% of law enforcement officers are guilty of sustained police misconduct Hmm. but because we hold ourselves and rightfully so we hold ourselves and our law enforcement officers to the highest standard when that one percent does something outside of the lines or engages in an act of corruption it is a big deal yeah it feels bigger than just one percent but you know i can tell you as as a law enforcement officer of 30 years i mean this as true as we're speaking it's too much that in and of itself is too much. And so sure. when, when speaking with those who may be interested in a career in law enforcement, the, you know, we make a sheriff. Washington is big on this. Be the change that one that 99 percent of law enforcement can't stand that one percent. Well, you know what? Join us. 
let's get rid of that one percent. Let's have a perfect agency. And of course, when again, you don't deal with it as much, but but the the pay scale for a lot of these smaller, you know, smaller communities where like this this place out of Minnesota where you're dealing with thirteen hundred people, we certainly have those kind of communities in the state of Michigan. We certainly have those kind of communities even in southeast Michigan. But when you deal with with the safety and security of communities, it's vitally important to have that police force, whether it's only, you know, a handful of officers in a small community or not. That is something. And that puts more strain than on the bigger agencies like the county at the county level where you're at. Um, in terms of just if, if you were to gaze into your crystal ball and look at these 30 year cycles, I got about 30 seconds left here. Where do you see the future of policing in the next five years, even in the near future? Well, I can tell you right now that I'm looking into the crystal ball as we speak, and, uh, and that crystal ball is clear, especially, for example, here in Wayne County. You know, we mentioned the smaller municipalities who may not have deep uh, deep pockets with respect to their budgets concerned um, in the world of law enforcement, but Wayne County has experienced its share of setbacks, sure. uh, budgetary constraints in the past. And, you know, Sheriff Warren, uh, Sheriff uh, uh, Washington has been working with Sheriff, I'm sorry, with former Sheriff <laughs> Warren Evans, and they have been very successful in coming to terms with the uh, collective bargaining uh, unit sure. that represents our sheriff's deputies to improve on that. And I see that as a great signal to the nation and, uh, and the citizenry of not just one county, but throughout yep. the nation that you got to, we're going to have to pay to ensure sure. we get well, and it's a quality. it's a good sign that those officers are wanting to join the force. Mark Diaz, thank you so much. Got to take a break.